Hey, what's up, everybody, man? This is Lamar Hicks, the L Dog, man. Today is Monday, November 5th, 2018, man. I want to thank God for waking us all up this morning and for me to be able to share with you the masses this podcast on what I call the flavor in your ear, man. If you notice, I'm going to acapella <laughs> this Monday morning. <laughs> acapella, no music in the background. Not yet, at least, this coming. But man, so look, you already know what it is on Monday. You know what I do. I do uh, the church signs. And I get you caught up on the uh, college pro football scores. Also got a little association, otherwise known as the NBA for you. And celebrity birthdays. And this day in history, which is pretty lengthy on today. It's a lot of stuff that happened on this day. November 5th, 2018. So look, I'm going to hop right into it. For those of you who that are first-time listeners, the church signs. Um, I actually got inspired doing the church signs. I was on Twitter uh, many years ago, and the church signs are really funny. They are meant to inspire, amuse, or make a statement. And so that's the reason why I inserted the church signs into my podcast when I uh, got started doing it. So I'm going to hop right into it this morning. The first one is dealing with Halloween. And I know most of you know that, you know, you don't associate Halloween with church. But on this particular church sign, it read, boo. This is the scary. This is the scariest we get at church. That's just the first one. Number two. Fall for Jesus, he never leaves. Yeah, fall, leaves. Yeah, okay. Number three, for all you do, his blood's for you. Yeah, you know, Jesus shed his blood. You got it, you got it, you got it. Man, number four. Eat the devil's corn and you will choke on his cob. Yeah, that was actually on the church side. I don't make these up, people. I don't make them up. And last but not least, if you are lost, come inside. We have the map to get you home. Now, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. Man, um... So, man, I'm going to hop right into these college football scores. All right, man. I'm going to hop right into these college scores. As you see or as you hear, I have SWVs right here. Instrumental playing in the background, man. I love those girls. All three of them, by the way. Had a huge crush on Coco, Lili, and Taj. Still do. But anyway, we ain't going to get into all that. That's for another time. Man, college football scores. So, number two, Clemson. Embarrassed Louisville 77 to 16. Wow. Uh, Ohio State rallied to win 36 31 over Nebraska. And Ray Charles was singing Georgia as the Bulldogs clinched the SEC East by winning 34 17 over then number nine Kentucky. Number five. 
Michigan listen listen to James Brown, the big payback, because they did just that by winning forty two to seventeen. Man, Michigan got routed last year, and so that's the reason why they probably had James Brown playing in the background. Oh uh, man, moving right along. Number three, Notre Dame won thirty one to twenty one over Northwestern, and number one, Alabama blanked. Then number four, LSU. 29 to nothing in Baton Rouge. Yeah. Oklahoma kept up the pace with beating Texas Tech, uh, winning 51 to 46. Number 10, Washington clawed and stretched to a 19 13 victory over California. Well, and my Miami Hurricanes have lost three straight. We lost twenty to twelve to Duke. I'm gonna stop the music for a second, and I'm gonna go into my rant this morning. It's gonna be real short. My team right now is bad. The talent on the team isn't. I'm going on here and I'm blaming the head coach only because he is doing play calling that if you set up and you watch the game, I'll put it to you like this. If a woman watches Miami Hurricanes play, I can go back and show you guys the last three games. And I guarantee you, a woman will sit up here and say this. Well, Lamar, why are they doing the same thing over and over again? They're lining up the same way. Now, if a woman who doesn't watch football recognizes that, then that means that you need to change your offense. I'm just saying. And I'm moving right along. Now the music is going to pick back up. Man, so in the NFL, man, the the Bears routed the Bills 41-9. Man, Patrick, what's up, my homes? Passed for 375 and three TDs as Casey and JoJo and the Sunshine Band, man, they go, man, Kansas City is now 8-1 with a 37-21 victory over the land. Should we call the Browns the land? Or should we just keep that for Cleveland Cavaliers? I think we're going to keep it for Cleveland Cavaliers. So, so let me read, bloop, 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 with a 31-21 victory over the Browns. Yeah. Man, in the old school rivalry yesterday, Man, the Dolphins won 13-6 over the Jets. The Vikings defense got 10 sacks. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. What, how, they, how they did on that show? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7. They, well, they, they just did 12. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just forget about that. Yeah, so the Vikings defense got 10 sacks and won 24-9 over the Lions. Uh, man, the Dirty Birds 
otherwise known as the Atlanta Falcons, uh, blew out Washington 38-14. Man, Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers rolled past Tampa Bay 42-28. And the men are still behind Big Ben have won four straight. Yes, after their season looked like it wasn't going to be for Pittsburgh, man. They have picked up the pace and now have won four straight. And they beat their foe. That is the That's So Ravens. Otherwise known as Be More. They, the men are still won 23 to 16. And speaking of winning streaks, man, the Texans have gone, the, 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 uh, um, the Texans have gone on an impressive winning streak as well. They have won six straight. This time, they uh they beat the Denver Broncos uh nineteen to seventeen. Uh the the Los Angeles Chargers did just that. They charged to a twenty five seventeen victory over the sleepless in Seattle Hawks. <laughs> and <laughs> let's let's keep it going. Man, the Chargers have won five straight too as well. All right. Uh man. Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, if you don't know that name, man, please go watch the, the highlights. Michael Thomas, long distance call, helped the Saints march to a victory over the then undefeated Rams, 45 to 35. Then uh, Michael Thomas did his reprise of Joe Horn's celebration in 2003. And I cannot leave out, man, Drew Breezy. That is Drew Brees, man. He threw for 346 yards and four TDs. Man, I'm I'm telling you, man. Um, right now, Drew Brees is my favorite player in the NFL. He really is. He's he's my favorite player, man. He is he is dangerous. I've always liked Drew Brees as a quarterback, even when he was playing for San Diego, uh, back in the day. And so, man, that's, man. So, yeah, go watch that highlight, man. That That's very funny. Even though the Saints got flags for that, that was very funny. And the Brady Bunch was too much and then sent Green Bay packing 31-17 to in the Sunday night game. That was billed as the, uh, uh, the matchup between Brady, as you know, plays for New England, and Aaron Rodgers, who plays for the Packers, it was built up during the course of the week. And, you know, again, Brady gets the top billing, as he always does, so to speak. And, you know, New England wins again. And so tonight, Monday Night Football, man, the Dallas Cowboys play against the Teen, teen Tennessee Titans tonight. Try to say that three times fast. And Monday Night Football. So, man, you know, I know a lot of Cowboys fans will be tuning in for that game. No, I'm not going to say anything bad about the Cowboys on here. So, moving right along, man. So, we have the NBA. Uh, the Greek freak, Ante, I, I can't pronounce his name, uh, Capono. You know, the guy, the tall guy that plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. 
man, he had a triple-double last night. He was king against Sacktown. He was king against the Sacramento Kings. He had 26 points, 11 rebounds, 15. Um, let me let me back up. He had 26 points, 11 assists, 15 rebounds. I can say he got a triple-double as the Bucks won 144 to 109. Man, they put up that many points. How the world you score 144 points in a basketball game? That's just crazy. But yeah, so you know, hey, Milwaukee Bucks won. And big ups to Brooklyn as they won 122-97 over the 76ers. And nobody beats the Wiz. Nobody beats the Wiz. Nobody beats the Wiz as they snap a five-game skid. Hey, yeah, man, the Washington Wizards won 108-95 over the Knicks. I know all of you enjoyed that. That that I guarantee you, that's just going to make your day right there. And I, yeah, yeah, but but wait, it gets better. So the Orlando Matt, well, let me blah, 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 blah. Orlando has some twenty-four carry magic. To make the to make the Spurs disappear one seventeen to one ten. I know you guys just love it. You just love it. And so, um, oh yeah, you're gonna love this one too. The Phoenix Suns. The sun was too bright for the Grizzlies, as they won by two one hundred two, uh, to one hundred. Uh, this guy, uh, Norky, I may not pronounce his name. Right, but he was in double D's. He had 19 points, 12 rebounds as Portland Trailblaze to a 111 81 victory over the Minnesota Timberwolves. And unfortunately, last night, my Los Angeles, my Los Angeles Lakers got caught up in the rapture, losing 121 to 107. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you are celebrating a birthday today, man, happy blessed birthday to you and many, many more. Man, um, uh, wow, that's crazy. Okay, I was saying that was crazy because I didn't even write the person's name down and I couldn't even think about it. Uh, man, this person celebrating a birthday is a football player. He just signed a huge contract. Um, for the New York Giants, I'm talking about no other than Odell Beckham Jr., man. He turns 25 today. Um, and reality star Chris Jenner. You know, you know, part of the Kardashian. Um, she is 62 today. Guitarist, he's one of the Jonas Brothers. Um, I didn't even put his name down. Uh, Kevin Jonas, he turns 30 on today. Man, where am I? I'm, I am slipping. I am slipping really bad. Um, Man, rock singer, you remember the song he did. Everything I do, I do it for you. Yeah, I don't sing it just like him. But Brian Adams, man, he turns 58 today. Man, I'm just showing all of my creativity on today. Uh, man, movie actress Jean Grey. Uh, if you remember her, she was in the X-Men franchise, and she was also in Taken. Um, 
Yeah, she played Jenny, uh, uh, Jean Grey in X-Men, I'm sorry. But her real name is Fam Famke Jensen. Uh, she turns 53 on today. And gone but not forgotten, um, Vivian Leigh. If you remember, you probably don't remember her by name, but if you've seen the movie Gone with the Wind, she was she played Scarlett O'Hara in that movie. And still gone and not forgotten. Um, you know him as Eat the Cake Anime, and I'm talking about no other than Ike Turner. Believe it or not, um, he's born in Clarksdale, Mississippi. Yeah, I Turner. For those of you that didn't know, I Turner was actually born in Clarksdale, Mississippi, and so uh, he's gone and not forgotten on today, uh, man. So let's get to this day in history, which I have quite a bit to talk about. So, like I said, today is November uh, the fifth, and on this day in eighteen seventy-two, Susan B. Anthony was arrested for trying to vote. It's amazing. You have to please get out and vote for tomorrow. I'm not going to tell you what party to vote for. That's the only time I talk about politics on here. So don't don't forget to vote on tomorrow. Um, actually, dealing with politics again. In 1912, Woodrow Wilson was elected the 28th president of the United States. In 1935, Parker Brothers launched Monopoly. Yes. And yes, you know, Monopoly is a game of real estate and capitalism. So yeah, that happened back in 1935. In 1940, another president, this time Franklin D. Roosevelt, was re-elected to a third term. Yeah. Yeah. Not going to go into all that. In 1968, uh, Richard Nixon was elected the 37th president. Of these United States. And in 1968. The same year. Shirley Chisholm became the first elected African American woman. To serve in the House of Representatives. Man big ups. To Shirley Chisholm. And the people who allowed that to happen. Man. I did this under 20 minutes a day. Normally it takes me a little bit longer. To do the, um, the college and uh, football basketball scores normally it takes me you know a little bit of time probably would have gotten cut even shorter if i didn't do my rant of my miami hurricanes but nonetheless man that is my time you know it's monday so you already know what's coming for those of you who do not know that what's coming on the second part of this podcast is eric thomas and if you don't know who eric thomas is please look him up on youtube man you will be most definitely inspired so with that being said, I am out. Today is Monday, and tomorrow will be the news. So you never know what might come out. So that's why you need to stay tuned. And that is why I bring you the flavor in your ear. Peace. Hey, what's up, everybody, man? This is Lamar Hicks, the ill dog. Man, I'm not going to prolong this any longer. You know what it is. It's Monday. It's Eric Thomas. So without further ado, Eric Thomas.
where I'm like, all right, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm proud of you, son. Now, y'all got to understand something. My, my, my mother grew up with 14 kids in a three-bedroom house, right? One, one bathroom, south side of Chicago, 43rd. Watch. So the way my mom dealt with us, it was a lot. When I look at how other people raise their kids, my mom raised us a lot harsher than how I saw the average kids. As a matter of fact, when I grew up, people used to dog my mother out and try to pit me against my mom because they was like, this is unbelievable. But being an adult, I realize now because we had three generations of families that did not win, my mom was making sure that she pushed me so that I could win, right? So what do I mean by that? What I mean by that was, you know how most parents, when their kids are born, I don't care what they look like, they're the cutest person in the whole wide world. You ever seen that before? Like, a couple of them kids, not that cute, but they still, you know what I'm saying? I'm just being real. I never met nobody that was like, my kid, not on the attractive side. I've never seen that before. Right? Every child I ever met is the smartest kid in the world, right? Their kids was talking or walking before any kid had ever talked or walked before, right? So that's how most people raise their kids. And there's nothing wrong with that. My mom wouldn't own that. My mom, if I was bad, he bad. Right? Police used to come to the crib because I was still, and they knock on the door, and my mom would be like, hold on, he downstairs. My mother would never say he didn't do it. She's like, let me call Eric upstairs real quick. Eric, did you steal something from the store? Teacher called the house. Eric was acting a fool in class. My mother never went, not my son. My mom was like, I know you was acting a fool. Please tell me what you did before we go up to the school. Right? So I deal with my son the same way, right? So I don't, I don't make myself proud of him for, like, doing stuff that really just not should be proud worthy, but we're just going to make something up. Like, I'm proud of you, son. I don't do that. Like, for real, you got to really do something for me to be like, I'm really proud of that, son. Why? Because I feel like if he was to be, let's just say he was going to be living in my house for the rest of his life, I would treat him differently. I would, but he got to go in the real world. So when he go in the real world, I don't want him to think that stuff that we congratulate, when he go in the real world, they're not congratulating, he's like, what's going on? There's nothing going on, son. It's just the real world. You're not their son, so they're not going to clap for every single thing you do. So we're not going to make it look like the stuff that you do that you just should be doing on your own. We're, gonna, we're not going to look like that's A-worthy. It's not. So I've been proud of my man the last couple of months. I'm like, yo, for real, I see, I see it. Like, I see you are starting to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're starting to get this thing, boy, and I'm, I'm proud of you. I see where you're going with this. So we had a conversation recently because I see he, he on the way. And so I'm like, okay, I see you in a serious relationship. You young. You're in a serious relationship. I see you serious. I see you trying to make money. I got, he'll call me daddy to do this. I'm like, I got you, right? So I got to help you all out. So my first challenge is that we go to school for all these years and they never really show us the importance of dreaming, right? I look at school and I'm like, yo, the way school is designed is it's designing you to be prepared to work for somebody else. And I'm not even upset with that, but there's little of you that you get, right? Y'all got to work with me because this is deep, right? So I said to my son, I said to my son, son, I got to ask you a question, like, and I'm being serious. I said, do you believe you created yourself? He was like, what? I was like, do you believe you created yourself? He said, no. I said, do you believe there's a creator? He said, of course I do. I said, no, don't do that. Don't, don't do the dad thing because you know who I am and you know, like, I'm about that life. Like, don't answer. Like, I'm asking you for real, for real. You don't owe me nothing. This is you. Do you believe that there's something out here that's bigger than you? He said, of course I do, Dad. I said, do you believe as a human being, not in a braggadocious way, but that you are the greatest level of all creation? And he's like, you mean like over a deer? I was like, yeah, deer. He'd be like, you mean better than the eagle? I'm like, yeah, like an eagle. He 
was like, of course, because we can make decisions. We can do things. I said, okay, okay, okay. I just want to go back again. You don't believe you were created? He said, no, but you believe there's a, a higher power. He was like, yeah. And, and I said, okay, okay, okay. You believe as a human, you're powerful. He was like, of course. I said, so as a human, do you believe you were just born to be in a relationship, have sex, and have money and buy stuff? I guess it's something bigger than that, Dad. It's like, I guess the other thing is a calling. I said, well, if you believe that, why have you never gone after your calling? Why you spend so much time worrying about a relationship? Why you spend so much time, son, worried about money and cars and stuff? If you really believe what you just told me, that as a human is something greater than that, then why aren't you on that? He was like, I don't know. I said, because here's the trick, son. If you get this and that, you still might not get you. I'm just being real with the montage. I think it's a fabulous place. It's great. But I didn't walk in there like, ah. Like, it was really the, the mountains that made me go, whoa. It was really when I saw the birds flying that high. I was like, unbelievable. It wasn't really the room that I was like, this is the great. As a matter of fact, the guy was getting on my nerve. I guess when you pay money to go there, they got to try to do the whole personable thing. I'm like, bro, I'm, I, bro, I'm on the call. Please, just give me the key so I can go to my room. And if I have some problems when I get to my room, I will call you. So I'm having a conversation with my son saying, son, do me a huge favor. Don't go after low-hanging fruits. Here's the deal. If you get to the top of the tree, all the fruit from the bottom of the top is going to be there, son. So I don't need you focusing on cars and money and stuff. You're going to get that. I need you to focus on why you were born in the first place. Why are you here on earth for this particular time? What are you doing here? Anybody can buy a car, son. Animals get in relationships. Animals uh, uh, have sex and have kids. Son, I, it's got to be deeper than that. If you're higher than humans, then while you're here on earth, you got to do more than what animals do. And so when they talked about dreams and legacy, I was like, yo, people don't get it. Write this down. Your DNA is in your dreams. Your DNA is in your dreams. So, so it was funny, I was walking with CJ's father the other day, and we were talking, and I promise y'all, like every single time we talk, I don't care when it is, I don't care how long we talk, we always talk about the relationship he had with his father, and, and, and I know that the impact that it had on his kids. As a, I, listen to me, his DNA, his, his dream, his DNA is family. Like, that's all he care about is his son. Like, we, when we go out, I never saw him dressed like a certain way. Like, he's never like, hold on, E, I got to get the polo shirt. And the, every time I talk to him, it's the same thing. His DNA, his dream, his DNA, his kids has formed his life. It has formed who he is as a man. And most of y'all chasing stuff, you don't realize your dreams are so important because your DNA, who you are as a person, is wrapped up in your dreams. And what this world has done to you is take that from you because they know if you know who, your, who you are and you get your dream, you're probably not going to work for most of them. You're probably not going to do most of the dumb stuff you do. It's like for real. If you knew who you, if you knew your dreams and you knew and you followed your dreams, you followed your DNA, most of you probably would have never been on drugs. I've never met a person before who knew who they were and was on drugs. Raise your hand. There was a time in your life you didn't know who you were and you were on substance. Raise your hand. So what I'm telling you when you leave, I'm not playing no car game right now. We're not playing a house game. I don't know if you heard, if you really heard what your mom said. 
talked about what his daughters are doing and the language that his daughters are speaking. That's tier two. We'll get there in a minute. Your DNA, your genetic information is in your dreams. Who you are as a person. And so what this society will do is tell you, you need to be on the Oprah Winfrey show. That's what they'll tell you when you become a motivational speaker and you start traveling through the earth and you start making some moves. They'll tell you, you got to be on the Oprah show. And until you get on Oprah's show, you're nobody. You got to have a best-selling book. If you don't have a best-selling book, you're nobody. And so you start living your life not to do what you were born to do and what you were created to do. You start doing what everybody else wants you to do so you can fit in. And I'm telling you, I don't care how successful you are in that. You're not a success. Why? Because in your dream, when God showed me the Nobel Prize, he, that was something that I had when I was two years old, but I wasn't mature enough for it. It's just recently that I've been mature enough to understand that. I watched LeBron get the championship, y'all. I saw LeBron win the finals. I saw him cry. I was there when MJ won when his father died. I saw him cry, guys. And, and I, I saw, uh, 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 I'm, I'm from Detroit, so the Red Wings would win on a consistent basis. I saw him hold up the Stanley Cup, and people were cheering. And I said to myself, I'll never get an NBA title. I'll never get a Stanley Cup. And what's my, what's my, what's my title? That's what you need to be pushing for. That's, that's, that's what will fulfill your dreams. So the first thing I need you to write down is, and I just need you to be honest. Have you spent a lifetime following other people's dreams, a mixture of their dreams and your dreams, or your dreams completely? I want you to write it down. Come on. We got we to gotta go to work. We got to go to work. Because if I can get you to identify how much energy you put in others and in other people's dreams, and I can get you to pull back, and I can get you to do what you were born to do, what you were created to do. Whew. Now, why, why is dreaming important? I don't care what level you get to. I need you to dream, right? I need you to, guys, I need you to spend a considerable amount of time dreaming every single day. Let me tell you why. I've noticed that the people who dream and those people who dream big have a different kind of life than the people who don't dream. So if you were here and you're like, I'm scared, whatever you do, do this for me. Do not sabotage yourself with fear. Fear is not real. That's something in your brain. Like, it does not exist. How do we get over it? You get over it by dreaming of what you can be. Come on, y'all got to hear what I'm saying. There are those of you in this room, you spend a majority of your life doing what other people want you to do. You don't even know who you are. And so even what you're doing, you're not doing at 120% because you're doing what somebody else wants you to do. And you're not that, you're not good enough to be somebody else. Raise your hand. Eric, I probably, it's probably been my whole life, I probably follow other people's dreams. I, really, I don't really know what my dreams are. Raise your hand. I don't really know what my dreams are. Come on, come on, hi. We're going to overcome today. I don't need to play, play. Come on, give me, I'm saying it again. Put your hands out. I, I want this, right? I want, I want real, and I want full ownership of it. Eric, I probably have never even lived my dream before. I've been busy living other people's dreams. Let me see your hands. Hands down. Be real. I've been like maybe 50-50. People's dreams, my dreams. Let me see your hands. Good. Hands down. Hands down. I just, I just, all my dream and nothing else. Let me see your hands. Good. So this is what I need from you. For real, for real. This is what I need. This is number one. Tier one, we just add dreams. That's it. And it's all about you. And I need you to be selfish for me. I'm going to need you to be selfish, right? And don't feel bad. There's some of you in this room, you feel bad about dreaming. Let me give you an illustration. 
if my mother calls me and says, son, I need help with my car. I think she called Carl. I love it, too. She must be stressed financially because it was 400 and she said it was 500. I was like, mom, I don't think it's 500. I think it's 400. She's like, I think it's 500. I was like, call Carl. Carl would know. Carl was like, look at my right here. It's 400, right? If I didn't have 400 to give, if I didn't have 400 extra dollars to give to my mother, she wouldn't have the vehicle she's driving now. I want you to hear what I'm telling you. If I didn't have an extra 50,000, I'm sorry, 25, 25, 25. If I didn't have an extra 100,000 plus, I wouldn't have been able to pay for my son to go to school cash. So I'm, I need you to be selfish on the first tier, and that's dreaming. I need you to be real selfish because you can't help anybody else. You can't do for anybody else if you are if you hurt. And the reason why my messages keep getting stronger and stronger is because I'm not at school. I'm healing. Every year I'm healing. I'm cleansing. I'm becoming a better human. And so as I become a better human and I have less junk to deal with and I've been through some stuff, you think it's cute when I tell you I was homeless. You think I'm, it's cute when I tell you my father wasn't in my life. You think it's cute. My mom just wrote her book, and my mom told me to my face, son, I hated your guts for months, for years, because of that book. I'm like, mom, what do you mean? Like, I didn't say nothing about our family. You, you told the world that I got pregnant with you when I was 17. I didn't want nobody to know. Imagine growing up in a house where your mother has set up a lie and changed your last name. And giving you a life that's not really a, a real, it's fake, it's not real. And my mom is 60-something, and she just let go. So I need y'all to do me a favor. I need, you to give, I need you to be selfish on the dream piece. Because what you have to understand is when you know who you are and you start operating that, you're going to start blessing people in a way you couldn't bless people before when you didn't really know who you were. So, so, so I want you to identify it, right? And so you told me which one you were. Now I want you to write all three down again, and I want you to write down which one you wish to be. This is the teaching the millennials need. This is what the millennials need, guys. The millennials have rushed right into what they thought we wanted them to have, and that's cars and that stuff. Why? Because the generation before, for some of us, right, it was the working class, or they were they were in poverty, guys. And so the, 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 they grew up watching their family work hard to get stuff. And so now we're wondering why they just want stuff, 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 because that's all they've seen in their homes. That's all they heard. They've seen their parents go out and bring, buy nicer houses and get better cars than grandma had, better stuff. And now we're taking them to Disney World. Like, Disney World is a part now out of, like, if you're a parent, you got to take your kids to Disney World. It's unbelievable. My kids were stressing me. When we going to Disney World? I said, going where? To Disney World. I'm like, who goes to Disney World? They're like, all my friends went to Disney World. I'm like, we didn't go to Disney World. We went to Gary, Indiana. <laughs> I said, we went to Gary, Indiana at my grandfather's and got Kentucky Fried Chicken, thought we was doing something. I'm being real. We would go on the way to Chicago. We'd stop in Gary for hours, and my grandfather would go, and he was 23rd Street. He would go and get chicken and bring chicken back. And me and all my cousins, we eating chicken and going outside and playing, and we just thought it was the best thing ever. And my kids like, no, we don't play outside with Disney World, video game. I'm like, what in the world? So when I got on my son, like, son, come on, where's that grind, son? Where's that dog, son? Let's go. He's like, Dad, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I went homeless. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, I went homeless. You was homeless, I went homeless. Matter of fact, you set me up for the. You actually, you actually took some of the dog. So I'm not trying to be funny. So I'm not saying I was wrong in giving my kids something that we didn't have, but I was wrong because I didn't teach them that dog. 
So you just thought, I just thought that they would just grow up in this big, beautiful neighborhood and go all these places and meet all these people. And the dog, like the dog is just like something you automatically get. The dog came from what I went through. That the dog didn't come from school. The dog didn't come from getting a PhD. The dog didn't come from getting these big checks. That's not where the dog came from. The dog came, so our children are watching all this success, and we wonder why the millennial generation, nobody ever told them to dream. Nobody ever told them that DNA is in their dream. We told them that their DNA is in their money. What up, what up, what up, what up? Wow. Wow. Again, Eric Thomas never, ever disappoint. I don't know what else to say, so I'm going to end this. You guys have a blessed day.